It is another edition of Hockey and Hounds. We're going to talk some hockey. We're going to talk some hounds. We have an absolute... I want to start with this because the dog we have today... I love this dog because I love the ears and I love the tongue. Yeah. When a dog's got the tongue going, you know you know the dog's working hard, right? And the name. Yeah, Muppet. <laughs> so, yeah. Let's, do, let's do all dog talk then. No hockey. Yeah, well, that'd be ideal for you. Uh, you're coming off a one-on-one start. And, Torch, you've seen a little bit of, of everything in the two games. You've seen some good things and you see some things where you go, okay, I can use this as a teaching moment. Yeah, uh, I... Let's let's go just to the latest game in Ottawa. Really struggled developing offense. Um, at times, it looked like we were we were about to make a play, or uh, we did make a play, but we never got the puck to the net. Uh, really, kind of a disjointed game for us in Ottawa. Uh, our special teams, although we score one goal, I think our spe- our penalty killing obviously struggled. Spent too much time in the penalty box, but. It, it was. I, I just don't think we played that well. Uh, uh, all facets: power play, penalty killing, defensively, didn't block enough shots. Uh, Carter was screened a lot. We didn't move people. Um, not a good game for us. Versus Columbus, uh, played. I thought we played with more energy in Columbus. Um, not as good a team as Ottawa. Uh, you know, Ottawa just spanks Tampa after us. Same score, almost same shots on goal. That Ottawa team could be a scary team with the skill and speed that they have. Uh, so, yeah, we, we, we've got some work to do today. And, uh, you know, uh, just doing another radio show earlier, it's going to be – we're going to go through ups and downs. And uh, this is the most important part for our coaching staff is uh, not to lose your mind. It, we need to teach. We need to come each and every day and work and just try to get better. Do you anticipate – teaching as much this year as you did last year because there was a lot of that last year a lot of video a lot of teaching where to be with them without the puck and defensive zone coverage where you guys wanted people do you anticipate that being at the same level? yeah i do i do because we, we we're going to have uh uh some young kids it may be repetitive for some people uh but i i do we're, we're gonna the part of our team that I think is really going to be, uh, I think, inconsistent and maybe in and out is our back end. Uh, Tony's gone, Provy's gone, Bronner's gone. Uh, uh, kind of our choice. We wanted to do that. We wanted to see our young kids. Uh, we're going to have to teach positioning with them. Uh, really encourage bo- both uh, Andre and Zamula played one game, these two. Really encouraged with their play. You know, Andre makes a mistake, get, turns the puck over, they get they score their first goal. That was the beginning of that play. But comes right back and makes some really good plays in the game. Just teaching the positioning of it, uh, we're going to be doing quite a bit of that. And we want to try to uh, open ourselves up a little bit offensively too, trying to run different things, trying to allow them to play offensively. Uh, uh, we'll be do some t- we'll do teaching there also. And uh, so, yeah, it... it we're still very early on in this process here, so there's going to be teaching going on. There's a new chemistry to a new group, and you have some significant turnover. While the execution or the result may be kind of up and down this year, the one thing that you want to keep as even keel at a high level is the standard of play. Yeah. How do you attack that with a new group, although some of the same faces are a part of it? Yeah, and, and what, I'm, what I'm hoping, and, and, and this is a huge part of our process, I'm hoping it's not the coaches attacking it all the time. 
I'm hoping the players that went through the definition of a standard that we tried to get to last year, which I was very happy with, quite honestly, last year, how they, they responded. I'm hoping those players kind of bring it to some of the guys, the, the new guys here. Uh, some, of the, the, some of the guys we did bring in here, the Hathaway, the Palings, I don't think they're going to have a problem because that's just the way they play. That, that, that Hathaway is going to join right in as far as how you play this game the proper way. It's teaching the kids, and I'm hoping some of the players take that that responsibility. That's what we're looking for here, Jason. is is for the room to start taking over. So we'll we'll watch that and police it, and we'll step in when we think we need to. We we have to, but we want to get out of the way sometimes too, and I'll let someone else uh, as a teammate, which is the most important part. That players listen to their teammates. Yeah, the peers. Sometimes they don't listen to the coaches because we're at them all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping we can take a step and watch and see how people go about that. That has to happen organically. You cannot force – you can't label somebody something and just have it work, right? No. You, you, what, I, what I do, and it's, I think it's one of the most important parts of coaching, is I watch people when they don't think they're being watched uh, in these type of situations, really in all situations. Uh, 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 you know, I, I, I work out every morning in the weight room, and I have my piece of equipment turned around so I can watch people come in the weight room. How they come in, uh, how they go about it, the to, mentality of yeah, how they yeah, attack it. yeah. You can you can tell, mm-hmm. and and uh, yeah, I, I think it's it's the most important part of finding out about people is just checking in on them when they don't really they're not rehearsed. You know, when they know they're being watched, they're rehearsed. Yeah. When they when they don't know they're being watched, that's when you really find out about the person. Yeah, you want to find that unpolished moment. Yeah. Um, let me ask you about you know getting guys off to good starts and seasons. A few guys maybe off to a little bit of a quiet start on the stat sheet and maybe just not popping in games. And I'm talking mm-hmm. about Morgan Frost, Owen Tippett, and Noah Cates to some degree as well. Uh, how do you get those guys to kind of pick up where they left off last year? It's ultimately up to them. Yeah. But how do you, you know, nudge them to that spot? Yeah, yeah, and, and nudge is a good word. Uh, they're, you know, it's we focused on them here. We'll be showing them some tape tomorrow morning. Um, you know, Tip, I moved him to the left wing. Um, you know, Tip's been, Tip hasn't put up points even through preseason, but he's involved in the offense. So you got to be really careful. Um, I'm not sure if I'm playing him with the right people. We're going to try to do some different things with lines here today in practice. Uh, Katesy's a guy, you know, Katesy is kind of, he, he was pushed to the forefront and yeah. he was always that guy. Now I got Coots here, and Coots is going to take some of that. How does Katesy? Because I, I couldn't find Katesy in Ottawa. You know, I just I didn't see him during the game, yeah. and it doesn't happen that often. Is it because Coots has kind of moved to the forefront? Because I'm pouring Coots some ice time yeah. just to try to get him into tempo. Um, does that affect? Does that affect Katesy? Uh, Frosty, uh, you know, played pretty good in the third period, but the game was over in the third period. I need to, I need to see him play in the first and second period. So the three guys you're talking about are three pretty important people. Uh, tape, uh, you know, if you have to lean into them, you have to lean into them. Uh, change in personnel on their lines, maybe it sparks them. So we're going to try all of them and, yeah. and see if we can get going here. Um, no offense, but I never listen to what a coach says about a player. I always <laughs> look at how a coach uses a player. Yes, to yes. me, that says way more. Yeah. Uh, and your usage of two guys in particular, you just mentioned one of them, Sean Couturier, played 20 minutes on the nose. 
Um, I think nine minutes of his ice time against Ottawa was on special teams, yeah. 23 minutes in the first game. That tells me you like the guy that you're throwing over the boards yeah. in all situations. Are you surprised he is where he is? Yeah, I'll put it to you this way. Uh, I am, I'm putting him in all situations no matter what, okay? Because I, he's been out two years. If he's healthy physically, okay, if he can handle it, I want to give him the ice time. I want to pour the ice time to him. And uh, there are two different thoughts. He's been out for two years. Do you ease him in? He's been cleared, right? He's been cleared. He he was he was a pain in the ass last year because he wanted to play last year. <laughs> all right. And so the once the trainers tell me he's cleared and he's healthy, I'm pouring him the ice time. I don't think he's played that well. Uh, I I think he's still trying to find himself. The hands in particular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's you can see how smart he is yeah. away from the puck. He's so smart. I don't think he's up to tempo. Uh, uh, I I don't think his quickness in offensive plays. I'm trying to figure him out too. People that have coached him before say that's just kind of the speed he plays at. You know, I'm, I'm looking for more speed, but that's kind of the speed he plays at. So I'm still trying to learn him. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's how I went into this season. Is if if I if he's okay and cleared and there's no problem, I'm pouring him ice time because I want to get him going as quickly as possible. But it's going to take some time, and uh, I need to respect that. Now, trainers come to me; he's a little banged up or sore. I'll back him off. But until they do that, uh, we're going to get him going and put him out there, put him out there, because the more looks he gets, the quicker he's going to get back to his game. Um, one of the there was a play in the Ottawa game, and, and there wasn't a lot of positives for you guys in that game. And it was Cam York sees a lot of real estate in front of him, takes the ice, goes up the left side, mm-hmm. breaks the puck out using his legs, a little one-tap pass to connect, and he ends up with the goal. Mm-hmm. The result's great. But to me, I look more at the, where he was philosophically in his head mm-hmm. and what he accomplished. It was very NHL today defensive mm-hmm. play mm-hmm. for Cam York. You know, you want to see more of that. Is that something you'll show him on tape as a positive yeah. reinforcement? Yeah, and it's a great question, Jason, because a lot of people think when you talk about showing tape, it's always correcting. It's, it usually ends up trying to, you know, it's funny. Coaches say, well, you got to show, if you show three negatives, you got to yeah. throw six, all that yeah, analytics. Even, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I don't buy it. I, what I tell the players is the tape talks to me. I said, it, it talks to me, and I'm going to cut it. And I'm going to show you the good stuff. I'm going to show you the bad stuff. No, and it's not by four, five, or whatever. How many clips? It's what it is. And with Yorkie, I'm hoping there's more clips. Even if he makes a mistake and he gets caught up the ice, that he's trying to make a difference. That's the biggest thing for me with Cam York. He he's got a little bit of a laid back attitude, a, little, a personality, which is his call. That's he, he's got to be the person he is. I just want to make sure we have a personnel in the ice because it's kind of my call then when the game's being played. Make a difference. Try to make a difference. Don't be afraid to make a mistake. If he shows up on the tape doing that, he's going to get. He's going to. He's going to be a really good player. If it's just kind of in and out and kind of letting the game and just watching the game and not being involved, that's when we're going to have a problem because he has the God-given ability to make a difference each and every shift. Is there a killer in there? It's gonna it's gonna show itself in a different way. Yeah. Than you know your prototypical. I hope, I hope so. Yeah. I I hope so because I think if there isn't, he's gonna be an average player with unbelievable skill. You know, and gonna leave you wanting more. Yeah, yeah, and and that's going to be, I know that's going to be the battle between Cam and I for, uh, and and this is part of it. I, I 
it, it this isn't foreign. This happens a lot with players. It's my job to try to drag it out of them, and uh, I'm going to one way or another. Um, <laughs> one thing you're not going to have to drag is the dog we have for hockey and hounds this week. Let's get to the I good. Dragged stuff. a couple the other day. Yes, they no, they dragged you. I was wondering who was walking who in that piece yes. as you were walking a couple of the yeah. beautiful dogs. And the dog we have this week is named Muppet. And I showed you some video of Muppet. And this dog's got tons of energy and just jumps all around. I want you to watch this and kind of na- give me your torts play by play on Muppet here as she's playing in the just absolute long too. She's got good length. Yeah. Great ears, treat orientated, obviously. <laughs> but she's ready to go. Oh, look at her! Yeah, she is just gorgeous. And she came from the the rescue group that uh, we had the other day out there. Yep. Those two dogs, same oh. rate as the two dogs you met in your walk by yes. the river. Yes. So just an absolutely beautiful dog. I mean, seems to be well behaved, but yes. full of energy. Look at her, smart, energetic, yeah. and you know when you look at this dog, she loves being with people. We got to find this dog at home because this is one that's going to run outside with you, jump in the water, but also curl up on the couch and just be a great friend. Yeah, and and the, sometimes when people look to bring a dog to their home, a lot of times they have another dog. And, and this one here is friendly with other dogs. Yeah. And uh, I, that, that's, that's the catch sometimes. A person falls in love with that dog, but they're not sure if they can integrate it with their other dogs. And... So that's a just reading the notes on it. That's a huge point to help her, and full of energy. Uh, how can you go wrong with the name Muppet? And yeah, it and I, I the thing that sticks out to me are her ears and just her color. Yeah, I mean she's got such a beautiful coat on her. Yeah. So uh, yeah, you you know when you go go down this road, and you and you and you're dealing with rescue animals, you just never know what their past is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like she's a happy dog, though. You know, yeah. sometimes you have those, those dogs that kind of cower away from you. It looks like she's ready to go and enjoy enjoy her life. I can guarantee you this: no matter how your day has gone, when you get home, <laughs> this dog's gonna go. I'm glad you're home. <laughs> you can greet you at the door yeah. in a in a great way with that. You know, the tongue's gonna be going the whole thing. So, uh, Muppet is an absolute beauty for adoption information. And Hockey and Hounds info. Make sure you go to PhiladelphiaFlyers.com slash Hockey and Hounds. Check out Muppet. What a beautiful dog. And, you know, just get involved, whether you're going to foster a dog or you're going to be the forever home. And I'd love to see this dog get in with another dog with energy that can yeah. match it. That way you have two-thirds of a line, you'll be good to go. Yeah, well, see, <laughs> when you have one dog, it's almost easy when you bring another dog in. Yeah. Because then you have your companion, and, and you get off, and you're doing your business together. And, uh, yeah, so, yeah, just, if you're not interested, go see her. You yeah. know, spend some, walk her. Go, yeah. uh, spend some time with her, because any any type of interaction for these dogs at these shelters help them. And uh, But she's beautiful. When did this love of dogs start for you? Because immediately when we talk about it, you light up. And I know your wife is a big part of, you know, and the foundation, yeah. John Christine Tortorella Foundation. You guys have done so much work. But when did this get its hooks in you? Yeah, when, when the, I'll, I'll tell you right now, which, which scarred me and almost, uh, it's kind of a scarred me, but really got us going as far as a family, my wife and kids and I is when we were in New York and we first really experienced a shelter that was a nonprofit 
and it's basically a hoarding situation. Yeah. They were they were they were making money when they brought the dogs in, but they never got these dogs out. The shelter was run down. These dogs were emaciated in their own in their own mess. They were never let out of their cages. And uh, my wife and I and a whole bunch of other volunteers kind of took the place over. Yeah. Tried to bring a TV station in there to to show them it. what happened. Got rid of the people and then we, the people were gone. We kind of ran it as volunteers. So we we were walking down. And this was during either the strike or lockout. It was 2011, 12, I think it was. And uh, we were out there six or seven hours a day just walking the dogs. And I I finally saw what how these dogs sometimes can be treated. And and that's what started the education for me in, in animal welfare, how people... Abuse their animals, and uh, and how you can make a difference. Well, that that's what it was. This was in a residential area, and the people that lived in that area, basically in the neighborhood, never heard the dogs. And there are thirty five dogs in this shelter. Yeah. We found dogs that were dead in a refrigerator, mm. in a freezer. Uh, it was just it was awful what was going on there, and that's when we said, you know, we're we're sitting home during Thanksgiving and having a great Thanksgiving. These poor animals are. Who knows what was going on at that time? That's when we, and it was two miles down our road. Yeah. And that's when it really opened our eyes. And my wife was a hell of a lot more educated than I am as far as really what goes on. And Jason, I have the platform because of not who I am, just because the position I have yeah. gets to sit and talk with you about this and just bring awareness. That's the yeah. most important thing I want to do is bring awareness to the problem with all animals, not yeah. just dogs, but all animals. And... Uh, so th- this is, I'm thrilled. I hate doing media. I hate doing all the other stuff. I love doing this part of it, uh, is to bring awareness to how you can help and, and just really what's going on with all our animals. Last thing, did you realize it would be as rewarding for you, you know, emotionally, spiritually, and all those things? Yeah, yeah. I, I never realized at the time, but this, for me, it's an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. Because just like a hockey season. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> because you make headway mm-hmm. and you see some dogs get uh, you know, adopted and brought to homes and you go out there and make a difference. And then there's certain other times you hear about some of these things of of rescuing animals that have been chained or just totally abused. Or, you know, it, there there are so many different situations that happens with these animals. And it knocks you back and um but you know what? You just you try to do the best you can. And yeah. that that's that's why you and I talking, asking people that are listening to us, do the best you can. Yeah. Just try to anything. chip in anything. Yep. You don't have to adopt it. It may not even be money, donations. Anything you feel you can do to help helps. Yeah. Because so much help is needed. Because there are so many animals out there without homes. Yeah. Just going and walking yeah. a dog is, yeah. is is a big thing. Again, go to PhiladelphiaFlyers.com slash hockey and hounds. Torts, we'll talk next week. Great job. Okay, man. Thank you.